What did we talk about today on the Friday Bag with Stocking Stout? We, we devolved mightily into hearsay and conjecture. I'm going to go, go ahead and say we evolved. Because I think we got mm. smarter the whole time. <laughs> totally. Um, let me move to my uh, summary couch. All right. Real quick. Sure. It's important. So, so we we uh, we, do, we described uh, July twelfth, July twenty sixth, yeah, and also July nineteenth, uh, along with many other ins and outs, many many other things. Ins and outs, ups and downs. Yep. Had some laughs. Sure. Killed some time. Yep. Uh, yeah, we, we went into three of the four weeks since the last time we we met. Uh, it's been a it's been a busy, busy summer. Really has. Uh, we're, we're gonna talk about a dry. little smoke. It's a dry summer. Well, it's, it's a dry summer. It's a warm, dry summer. Uh, would it be a prosecco? <laughs> Prosecco's a little sweet. I, well, what's a, what's, a, what's a dry wine? Right, let's just shoot off the lever hip. Let's go with a Boone's. Uh, <laughs> summer 2021 fucking orange mango tangerine. That's, yes, exactly. Gotcha. That's Nailed very it. dry. Yes. So we'll start out with a little little weather update, little smoke update. Mm-hmm. If you wanna if you wanna come back and listen to this in about four months, you'll be like, oh man, remember it was a hundred degrees and now it's twenty four <laughs> below. Um, uh, we're gonna move into a little. Oh man, we've got some real real solid. Uh, per square foot cost breakdowns. Oh, do we ever. Everything will be clarified. If you have any questions about square foot <laughs> cost breakdowns of a city facility. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, man, this fucking, this wrap-up couch is just killing it over here. <laughs> it really is. So we talked about Roy Nice and Roy Nice Jr. <laughs> which is, nobody knows which is which. We'll figure it out. Uh, now, we talked about rezoning. We talked about... Uh, District expansions Tiff, on Tiff. Jackson Street, of all places. Tiff expansions, homesteads. Uh-huh. Rezones. Uh-huh. Uh, Talk about weed, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. It, Yellowstone County, do you put your weed in it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, fell off into the woods about some personal stuff for a little while, and sure. Starkey's going to do some beautiful editing about that. <laughs> we talked about poor shaming for a little bit. Yep. Absolutely. I think uh, we mostly talk about poor shaming on this episode. Or yeah. On this, uh, yeah. This yeah. podcast, really, when you think about it. Yeah. We should just rename it's, it poor shaming. <laughs> That's a good time. <laughs> uh, we uh, talk highly of Wyatt Friday, Monica Plecker at the uh, planning department there. We do indeed. Hey, if you work for the city and you have to stay late for a, uh, for a city council meeting, do you get paid extra? The answer may surprise you. <laughs> It may indeed. It <laughs> Probably really won't, though, really. Uh, <laughs> you know the answer. <laughs> what do we start? Oh, we talk about, uh, going back to the beginning, we talk about, uh, we should lay it out, uh, the purchase of said building in downtown Billings. Oh, which, yeah. Which building? Uh, well, I don't know. You, you, might, you might need to listen into and make sure that this building is the one that you are thinking of it's the let's we'll just say that it's the opposite of the not still water maybe raging water <laughs> the opposite can of we, raging water can we name rename it raging water raging building? waters yeah. isn't that a water park in denver 
one of the two. <laughs> I want to like say there's a raging yes. water in Coeur d'Alene or something. There probably should be if there's not. Yeah, there probably yeah. should be. I mean, um, other than that, uh, we didn't say the word Christopher Adele once, which was good. <laughs> I mean, we said it once. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. We also didn't say. Uh, fuck balls. He didn't mention how many... Uh, Penny was on a soapbox for a little bit. She was. She yeah. was. She had some points. Yeah, she had some points. We had some counterpoints. Sure. Yep. Um, pretty, good, pretty good sound bites this week. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. Pretty entertaining. We threw We're some stuff in. We're talking about shitters. We're talking about weed. We poured... Uh, We're talking about Jesus. <laughs> the fucking trifecta. <laughs> It's a triple crown of fucking podcasts. <laughs> Shitters, weed, and Jesus. Yeah. That's the name of the episode right Are we there. just not even going to mention pouring Pink Whitney into PBR? <laughs> well, we'll get it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. There'll, we'll there'll get be a progression. There'll be a, like a <laughs> well, a crescendo, if you will, yeah. of, of conversation. Please turn your expectation dial all the way to 10. It is, uh, what kind of was it, fifth, sixth? Yep. Fourth. Yep. <laughs> August 4th, 2021 in the Black Magic City. You are listening to uh, the county's premier local government podcast here in the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. Uh, I am Stocky. Across the Delta Studios is um, <laughs> Commandant <to> Stout. <laughs> that's an that's honorable title. Mm-hmm. That you've given me. Yeah. The budgets have a song called Delta. Should we change it? Really? No. Fuck that. Yeah, okay. It's about Delta Burke, right? From yes. Designing Women. It's about the airline, but close enough. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? <laughs> Pretty she, much. She owned it. Pretty much. Uh, it's your first time uh, tuning into the show or listening. I don't know. Detune in anywhere or downloading into the show or streaming into the show. Turning it on. Turn Pushing play. Pushing the buttons. Yes. Uh, welcome. Uh, Stroking the play button. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of words you don't like. Mm, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll keep that out of there. <laughs> uh, this is a city about uh, Billings, Montana, local city government and uh, fires. And uh, we talk about water and then fire. And then we talk about the police and then we talk about the fire some more. And then we sometimes wind and water. Sometimes we talk about downtown stuff. Yep. And then fire and water at the same time maybe a little bit of dragon ball z i don't know might be mixed in there every so often Heart. this is basically this but, but we mostly stick to billings city government here yeah in 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 billings montana a town of 114 120,000 people but Give or take. Uh, with the influx of people that are coming to the city i'm guessing they were approaching more 120 probably i'd say so yeah uh, a little bit of more growth in the city because uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, we are the something of the something something. The number one real estate market in the nation. Okay. Yeah. Great. Based on things. Awesome. Data. Yep. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Uh, if you uh, are uh, a longtime listener of the podcast and you uh, are looking a way to support said show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet if you'd like to become a sustaining member for a dollar. Um, we'd really appreciate that, and it goes all goes towards uh, the production of said podcast, uh, minus salaries and uh, you know anything else that would make this a viable business or venture for both of us. Well, it can't pay for administration costs. Now HR's really honest. Yeah. No, we got to keep that with the sponsors. 
We do. Uh, <laughs> what should we be sponsored by today? I don't know. These uh, Nature's Bakery fig bars are pretty good. So, hey, Stout, I'm yep. a man on the go. I don't. I just don't have time to sit down and have an actual snack. You know, um, what would you suggest for a, a busy, cisgendered white male like myself who's on the go constantly puffing firewood smoke? Well, you know, Stocky, I'm getting pretty fucking tired of your thin, shitty excuses okay. about why you can't have breakfast. Fair but enough. I would recommend... A Nature's Bakery Fig Bar. Oh. They come in uh, a nice big box at Costco. There's a bunch of flavors. Blueberry, raspberry, fig. I could go on. I'm worried about my caloric intake. Are they just really high in calories and fat and saturated fats and stuff like that? One serving size is one entire package, so that's nice. Um, And when you consider the fact that one Oreo is somewhere between 60 and 250,000 calories. Wow. And that this is only 200 calories. Wow. That's pretty good. Cool. And not only that, but you get 19 grams of sugar out of it. That's a good deal. I like grams. (laughs) Me too. And some fiber and even a tiny little bit of protein. It'll make you grow up big and strong. Cool. Just like your Uncle Joe. Awesome. That's nature's... uh, Bakery. Cupboard. Bakery. (laughs) Fig bar. Original fig. (laughs) It's the adult Fig Newton for today's needs. You're if welcome. You, if you think you don't have time to eat, you're fucking wrong. You go to www.thefridaypacket and you'll find a link Slash to nothing of this. Nature's Bakery <laughs> will take you to a 404 page not found. This is true. This is true. Some Enjoy. Thefridaypacket at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns. Uh, like I said, we had a website. If you were looking for like a meeting, say, uh, to go to in the city, you're looking to get involved. Um, I usually copy the calendar up into a link on the website. You can just click on that and pick whatever ails you. Or, oh, boy. Uh, you can pick out of there. <laughs> Sorry. Because a lot of meetings are starting to take place in person again. Um, Which is odd. It is kind of weird. But it's happening again. Uh, case in point, we met on Tuesday for uh, the EBDBB&B, as I call it, <laughs> Community Development Block Grant stuff on the third or sixth floor of the Miller Building, uh, and there was a giant monsoon about 3.30. Dude, that was wild, wasn't it? Knocked out the power and made the inter- meeting that much more entertaining. Mm. They needed to. And dropped the, the temperature about 20 degrees, which was also nice. Yeah. Oh, man, that was like as... That was the most comfortable I've been outside, regardless of time of day, in probably like a month. Yeah. It was a nice welcome respite from uh, the hot and dry conditions that uh, persist here in the city of Billings. And uh, this past Monday would have been the first time since the 70s, 1970s here in the town, uh, that they actually uh, rationed water, basically. Told people, please do not water on Monday. Because our system is taxed to the max. Yeah. It, they're just having trouble keeping up. So It's running at 100%. And the uh, citizens mostly listen. So they saw, had yeah. a 40% drop in, in usage on Monday. That's awesome. Which was good. They saw a little uptick on Sunday. And obviously a little bit uptick on Tuesday. But it was nice to actually have people to say, okay, we believe you and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Absolutely. That is pretty cool. Yeah, we got a nice little... Uh, gift of nature's feckin' blessing on Tuesday for our 
excellent job mm. of rationing water. There we go. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm sure it's never going to happen again, though. <laughs> Probably not, the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Where do you want to... You want to start on... Uh, I think we're all the way back to July 12th. I think we were three behind again. One, two, three. We're actually four behind, technically. Yeah, There's but... There's a work session in there. That one was bullshit. Um, I want to start really quick, quickly with the, uh, the unholy drink I just invented. So I'll pick Whitney and a Paps. Yeah, you just pour a little pink Whitney over some ice and then pour a little Pabst in over the top of all of that. How you live in Biggie Smalls? Oh, in mansions and benzes, giving ends to my friends, and it feels tremendous. Okay. What is that? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just why? I don't know. I feel like I'm about to watch Leaving Las Vegas. I felt like it was going to be a self-immolation kind of thing, like this is what I deserve, but it's actually kind of pleasant. Okay. Yeah. So there you sorry. Go. I apologize. Uh, drink suggestion for the week. This will be the the, the recipe from the Friday Pago Stocking Stout. Uh-huh. Get yourself some uh, pink Whitney, which is made by New Amsterdam, which is basically a pink lemonade flavored vodka. Yep. And then get yourself a sixteen ounce Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'd say dump about a ounce, ounce and a half of pink Whitney in the bottom of that thing, and then yeah. a splash of Pabst. Yeah. It'll it's a refreshing fizzy drink. There you go. A little bit of sugar in there. A little bit. Well, between the Pabst and the Pink Whitney. <laughs> so it might start fermenting spontaneously. Yeah, yeah it's growing Be pretty careful. fast. You have to drink it fast because it grows. <laughs> yep, there's a scoby already on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with uh, the big purchase uh, yeah. uh, attempt that their city is trying to make here for... Uh, the asking price is $17 million for a contingent buy-sell agreement with the seller for the purchase of the Stillwater building located at 316 North 26th Street for, like I said, $17 million. That's a building that the city could have purchased for $1 some years ago. A lot of people like to keep me pointing that out. According to all the letters to the city council. I don't know if that's the case. I know they could have gotten it for I kept trying to find where, where that was an actual plausible... Yeah. Didn't it go for like 180000 or something once? I think it in did. In one of the one, one of the auctions. So it was sold to a make-believe tire company. Yeah. That had something running out of it. Green, green card tire company? Yeah, something Thank like you. that. Yeah. Um, and then it has set vacant until uh, the, the philanthropist, if you will, in air quotes. The savior. The savior. Um, hallowed be the, thy name, um, Joe Holden. Yes. He didn't buy it. His holding company, WC Commercial LLC, hallowed be thy name, hallelujah. Um, he bought it for downright bargain for under a million, if, I think. Yeah, I think so. He bought it pretty cheap. Let's throw out random numbers. I think he bought it for $16.48 uh, on a, was that on the foreclosure market or something? Uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> kind of. I think it had, had had been on the foreclosure market a couple of times. I think maybe it was foreclosed by Pretend Tire Company, and he bought it at that auction. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Hmm. Doesn't say in the Gazette. I can't remember how much he bought it for. I don't think he fully disclosed it, but I think it became known. So, this whole process has started back in August of 2019. The city of Billings issued a request for proposals, an RFP, if you will. Oh, yes. For law and justice slash city hall facilities to accommodate the city's current and future facility needs. Several several proposals were received, and the RFP committee selected the Stillwater Building, located at 316 North 26th Street, 
based on the suitability of the building to meet the city's needs for the foreseeable future, 50-plus years. Mm-hmm. Once the Stillwater building was selected, the city administrator created a negotiation committee that included council members Boyette, Purinton, Joy, Shaw, Nice, as well as Ifland, Zeller, Iverson, and architect Randy Hafer. Uh, the city entered into a negotiation and due diligence phase, ultimately resulting in negotiating the, pro- the proposed buy-sell agreement for the city to purchase the entire building in its current state for $17 million. Okay. At $17 million, the negotiated price is at about $85 per square foot. Um, the current condition of the building is a dark shell. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Unless it's daytime, yep. in which case it is light. Except for the uh, finished portions of the third and fourth floor, the building has uh, been demoed. Demoed? Oh, God, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Demoed and (laughs) prepped for redevelopment. The estimated cost uh, of build-out is $100 per square foot, given the current construction costs. For a total of approximately nine to ten million dollars to meet the space needs based on the 2019 facilities master's plan. So this is just reading right out of the thing which was proposed to the city um yeah. a lot of people are confused why it cost 17 million dollars mostly me me included a little bit i guess yeah well they wanted 32 so yeah talking down a little yeah uh but yeah i'm completely with you especially if it's a almost completely empty shell yeah and the the county has they haven't committed to moving out to the miller building but they're looking in that direction. Yeah. But their lease isn't up for a couple more years or a few more years. Hmm. So one of the city's bets is hoping that when they get in there, you know, after two or three years, when they're finally in there, that the city, the county will be like, never mind, we want to stay. <laughs> Seems like a, a long shot, but you never know. They also have like the whole Metra campus that they could just build whatever the fuck they want on. This is true. Uh, they, that is the, the resident right now, mm. um, at the, uh, refreshing, <laughs> the Stillwater building is the county. They're taking up like two floors. I think it is like n- not quite a floor. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have not been in it. Um, oh dude, we should go. I think we probably should. Let's grab that task cam and fucking wander through there and mm-hmm. talk shit. See if we can find some, uh, asbestos to huff. It's, uh, there's still quite a bit in there and you can in on the ground floor when you drive by on 26th. Uh, you can look clean through it. <laughs> it's just empty. Cool. Be a good place for a show. You know the yeah. You know the uh, the big weird pyramid shaped hotel in Pyongyang, North Korea. Oh, who could forget that they started building in the seventies as to you know to show that the like economy, the Bass Pro Shops in Memphis. It's a lot like the Bass Pro Shops <laughs> pyramid in Memphis. But it was like so. At the time, I think it may have been the largest building in the world or something. And then, of course, it tanked their economy and millions of people died because of it. Yeah. But they, like, they have some company put glass on it in exchange for, I can't remember exactly what it was. Some European company paid for it. And um, so it sort of looks finished, and there's, like, one or two finished floors in it. But mostly it's just an enormous okay. carbuncle money sink. Nice. Kind of reminds me of this. <laughs> A lot. Yeah, the way it is right now, but uh, it is the viable option. Um, yeah. The sources, uh, it's going to come out of the general fund, 
$20,350,560. Uh, departmental build-out out contribution is 30%, about $3.4 million. Uh, ARPA funds for public safety build-out is $5.8 million. For a total estimated source is $29.6 million. It's a lot. It is a lot going on. There's a contingency of 12.5% on there for wow. $1.4 million. Wow. You know, so I think there's a good amount of CARES money going into the purchase. Technically, yes. Yeah. So It could go elsewhere. So the CARES money it went to paying staff salary during COVID, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Which freed up room in the general fund yeah. to allow this money to freely flow like yes. into... Um, I guess what we're saying is CARES money cleared up a lot of other money that they can put toward this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because um, I bet you the IRS is listening right now, and they're like, what? They totally what, are. What is what, what they just say? Rewind. 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 Hit the yeah, back, exactly. back 10 seconds button. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, and there's going to be lots of good work for a bunch of contractors around town for the deal. And Yeah, if they, if they can find them. I'm, yeah. I'm sure... It'll it'll be good. The build out will be good. They do need to be in a centralized location. Does not include the parking garage, which was recently built right next door to it. Of Fuck course, yes. I'm so glad about that. <laughs> Are you going to bid on the build out? Am I? Yeah. God no. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> Positive. You could just do like everybody else did. Like, yeah, we'll bid on making those masks. How do we do this? I don't have a factory, but I could probably make you a couple hundred million of them for. I think they might be a little more diligent than that. Oh well, you think? <laughs> I'd hope so. The government? I would. Well, <laughs> you're right. I should probably just bid on it. <laughs> I feel like Kendra Shaw would be the only one who'd be like, hey, hang on a second. Who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? <laughs> we just call it Stocky's Commercial Solutions. <laughs> Who's this guy? Roy's like, everybody SCS. else is coming in at, at $80 million for the build-out, and this guy says he'll do it for $75,000. I say we go with him. <laughs> <laughs> and what's, what's this... He has a writer, shows up with brown M&Ms and a case of Coors. <laughs> Every day. Every case? day? That's pretty good. In a wheelbarrow? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like this guy's numbers. I think we should go with him. He really did his, his homework on this one. He promised And by picnic. homework, he did none of it, and he doesn't yeah. <laughs> have an actual business license. So I think we should go with him. <laughs> and he promised to build a picnic shelter in Castle Rock Park, yep. so I say we go with him. <laughs> He's going to do another master plan. <laughs> So uh, there's a couple <laughs> questions uh, from uh, our favorite fa- friends of the show, uh, longtime listeners, never time people, um, uh, Frank Nice and Frank Nice Senior, as I'm, I've come to to know them. I like what you I like what you're on to right there. That's that's a good point. Sure. Uh, so they've got a couple questions for the uh, oh I bet facility czar. Yeah, I think we, should, we we call her. Yeah. Um, and they're strangely similar, and almost uh, like they came from exactly the same person. Know, the, so you got to remember that Nice was on this committee that that watched you know this whole process mm. take place. Uh, he was privy to the numbers. He knew. Bet he you was. would think he would he would know it inside and out by this point, but um, he he goes down another hypothetical road, which is always fun. It's an always fun road to go down. Oh, hundred you know, percent. Never waste imaginary time. building costs. It's like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would you Would you like me to tell you what the price of a two by four is going to be in two weeks? <laughs> no problem. Sure, with one hundred percent accuracy. But he's got a couple questions followed up by his 
um, Sith Lord with a vaguely same question. There's no way that Frank's the Lord. And you don't think so? No. So, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's 350. I'm just talking about square foot, not the actual uh, amounts right now. You're, you're saying it's 350 a square foot to build a new building. Does that include all the uh, furniture, fixtures, and equipment? So it does not include FF&E. Okay. That's all the hard costs. Okay, so then how much is it to build out the stillwater to the same, the same, what we, we basically just the hard and soft costs of building this out? How much a square foot do you estimate that to be? That's the 100 to 110. 110 total. And that includes the purchase price? And that includes the... No, that's the build-out cost after the purchase price. Okay. So he asked the question what the build-out cost was. Yeah, but he wanted the purchase price included. I, I, I'm already just confused. I, so he not as confused as so he is. So if we look at the purchase price at 17 million, uh-huh. um, we would have to look at the cost uh, above grade versus below grade because the cost of the space above grade is more than you know. We can't take the full 200,000 square feet and say they're all equitable. Um, so to get a, a per square foot cost for the 17 million um we'd have to look at like what we would value that in its current state and i think that's what you're looking for yeah i'm just trying to compare something what you say substantially less it doesn't mean anything to me i'd like to know what the actual substantial less amount is um because when i look at the industry standards construction costs must be really expensive in billings because the average fit cost including equipment uh furniture fiction equipment is 243 for uh um, a high-level type of a, a complex, so I'm I'm a little concerned that that your numbers are maybe a little overinflated on. As someone who who bids out constantly, mm-hmm. uh, when someone tries to just dumb it down to a square foot number, it really does a really disservice to you, mm-hmm. not only to you but to the contractor in general. Basically, mm-hmm. he's not doing just one thing. You can't it doesn't. There's not an interchangeable thing unless you're building track homes. Like yeah. McCall is down in Josephine's uh, uh, Who land yeah. down there, which um, he sets his rates. He says, I'm going to pay you this much to do this, and you have this amount of time to do it, and you don't get any flexibility. Like if you're just there to frame it, you get paid X amount of dollars. You don't get any overage. You don't get anything else. You sign a contract, and that and that's what you do. Um, but if you're an everyday like Joe Schmo and you're just going over to someone's house, it just, it's sort of interchangeable you don't everything is different and you you basically has your labor cost but it's going to be different every time and i don't understand his insistence on industry standards and trying to drill down hard enough on a square foot number which makes no goddamn sense yeah especially with the volatility of alt material prices which he he probably looked up as well and saw and went oh i'm gonna ignore that i'm gonna yeah okay (laughs) So he continues. The estimated cost of 350 a square, and it doesn't even include furniture, fixtures, equipment. And the cost you're looking at is fit out, or is it new building? It's new buildings, and I think I sent that information to you later today, and I sent it to you earlier in the in the committee meetings that we had about the the uh, the industry standards and how how the trends affect are affected across the U.S. and Canada. Mm -hmm. And Canada. 
Councilmember Nice, I'm going to try to uh, do my best to answer your question because Jesus it's uh, very fundamental. Uh, what is it costing us, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at the yeah, uh, yeah, cost yeah. to build yeah, out yeah, space yeah. Uh, slide, which has the uh, a slide? Uh, roughly 11.2, 11.3 additional build out cost for 90,000 square feet. And I'm adding that 11.3-ish 11, million to the 17.2-ish purchase price. And you get to about $28.5 million. Uh, for that $28.5 million, you get um, the 90,000 square feet of new built-out space plus the 17,000 and change uh, existing county space or about 107,000 square feet. So if you multi or divide that 107,000 square feet of finished space into the uh, $28.5 million total, the number comes out to $265 per square foot. So that is cheaper than 350 bucks a square foot, but you know, the question of how much, uh, you know, is that 350 an accurate number? People can probably disagree on that, but it uh, doesn't seem out of the uh, realm of reason for me. Mayor, thank, how, you. How, how, however, thank you for that. was the number I was asking this after. Fucking interrupt your mayor, you dickhole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was the number he was asking for. That's what he was trying to get at. Well, then he could have fucking figured it out himself. Yeah, math. Get a red. He was a part of these committees. Jesus Christ. He was privy to all this information. 65, but I'll also add on that 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 didn't oh, he, include he the non-finished space. So for that, you get an insurance policy of two unfinished floors for future development. It also did not include um, the uh, 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 40, 45 underground parking spaces, which, of course, also have substantial uh, value. So... Uh. Um, Councilman Rewald. All right, Frank. Listen, this this price we're talking about for the build out, You're that's all right, case Frank? work and everything. How much was it? Perhaps, yes. So it's move in ready, chairs, whole work. No, no. so the Jesus um, Christ, company Frank. is the fixtures, furniture, furnishings. Those would be um, not included in that price. So casework and chairs and furniture is not included in that price. Is, do you have an estimate of how much that costs? So it really would... $900 billion sorry, at um, least. Councilmember Ewald, it would really depend on the departments and what fixtures and furnishings they would bring with them or if they would need new fixtures and furnishings um, for, the, for the new spaces. Okay, that was, that was Frank. Uh, and that leads us into our, uh, our our next one, which was uh, Frank just woke up, yeah, and so, thought of so a question. So that was Frank's question, which was basically, in essence, basically what uh, they were trying to get to the bottom of. So Roy Nice asked the question, and then the mayor explained the question as yeah. best as he could, yeah, with the information that he had. That seemed to make sense to to Frank Jr. And then then Frank Senior came in. Was not ready for the information yet. Obviously, was here, his, his mind wasn't ready to receive the number and ask the question again. <laughs> and it still was not ready to receive the no. information. No. So that's move-in ready with chairs and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes, and outlet covers. Uh, yes, the, the little round covers so that babies can't stick their uh, absolutely paper right. In. Yep, yep. Keurigs, Keurigs <laughs> in every ninth and room. And cups. And cups. And well, cups. let's. 
That's those prices are way too volatile they right are. now. We it's, we need to really gotta hedge our bets here. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh oh oh! Before I forget, before you forget, uh, the chamber um, coffee council weekend. candidate forum with oh all God. of them. Remember when we met Rohan Thunderthumbs? Oh, do I? Um, was that? Uh, seems like it was just yesterday. Mm. Uh, um, on the fields of, of Rohan itself. It's <laughs> amazing. We were with the riders. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's going to be at the ABT this year. And I have a feeling. Are we allowed in there? That we are going to be able to plug right into that old soundboard. Oh, and just record off it? And record that whole motherfucker Me. and make just a... A, 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 a nice sounding thing where we're not putting a microphone up to a, a wireless speaker and then... <laughs> Recording into Logic Pro. We're gonna make a festival of content. <laughs> We're gonna remix everybody's answers. Oh, so good. Next two years. Mm. But guess who's not going? Who? Frank. The hammer. Hammer. Yeah. Is not going to the forum. Yep. Why not? Well, I guess he probably doesn't need to. He's an incumbent. Yeah. He's running. Why don't you think he wants to go? He hasn't shown up to any of the other things. He hasn't responded to any. He's just got some public uh, speaking stuff problems. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't r- write it down with a sharpie on a chunk of fall off two by four and hand it to him. Maybe oh, they emailed the invite the best, to him. That's the best way to get messages. Hundred percent. I've got a couple of those in the back of my truck. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff I can't read, obviously, because yeah. my, my penmanship is as horrible as it ever. Because you held the two by four under your armpit. And wrote it with your other hand while you're holding your tape measure on top of a ladder. And I'm left-handed, so I always tried for years and years. So I f- I'm sure I fucked up my hand somehow to not get your wrist as you're writing from. Oh, the full curl over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not getting the the weird graphite. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Karate chop palm there. <laughs> nice blue shiny palm. Yeah. It starts gliding over the paper real nice after a while. It really though. does. But if you are as uh, sweaty as I am. It made no difference. Yeah, that's was, fair. I, I couldn't read my shit by by the end of it. And I know I'm preaching to the guy who has way more experience in this, but I don't know how many times I've been up on top of fucking the tip of a ladder, standing on the two uprights instead of even the top rung, mm-hmm. tiptoe, to writing something down above my head as I read off the tape measure, and I get down to the saw, and I'm like, what the fuck does that say? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. My favorite is to write, if you're doing exciting, just write stuff behind it and yeah. you side over it and you're like shit you can <laughs> I needed that number it's, fair, yeah. it's like a phone number <laughs> fuck uh, but luckily you know technology has progressed so you can just sort of look on your, your yeah take photos well take photos and it's you know there's a call history um, sorry so, I derailed us there no we didn't we're fine we got candidate forms it's, it's part of what we do the pink uh, Whitney it's uh, getting on top of me sure <laughs> So Penny, uh, Penny Ronning, uh, Ward 4 representative, also has something to add to this this conversation. Um, and it comes after uh, a Mike Yahweh uh, uh, comment. I believe he used the phrase, uh, gifts from God. He called this ARPA money for the help to purchase the Stillwater building. Was that God? Uh, I, I was, well, I, I feel like I it was know. the federal government. Something like that. Same thing for um, a lot of people. Safe to say she took exception to it, but then went on a, uh, a, a personal rant. She, she has a lot of feelings about uh, the Stillwater building. Okay. Um, she was the lone dissenting uh, voice, I guess you could say. Okay. She was not in favor of this. She wanted to spend it on more 
Tangible. Uh, Less tangible. Thing. She's yeah. like, you know, what, what else could we be spending this money on? Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll let her uh, 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 say what she thought. We didn't just come upon the money. We're not fortunate that we got this. Hundreds of thousands of lives have been lost because of the pandemic. That's a good point. Businesses have been shut down. Families have lost loved ones. This is not a gift from heaven to us. People lost an enormous amount. I'm not going to support the motion, not because I don't love the building. I grew up in that building. I have a lot of heartstrings in that building. I love the building. I think it's a great opportunity for the city. I don't think it's been good government the way this process has worked. 17 plus million dollars. Once we agree to this purchase, plus additional millions of dollars after that, and not one public meeting outside of a council session to ask how the public wants to use that 17 plus million dollars, the 20 million dollars we got from CARES Act and ARP. ARPA. Not one single ask to the public on how the public wants to use that money. Not one single presentation on what our options are to use that money. Could we build a fire station eight where 40,000 plus members in the Heights could actually be serviced with, a, with additional fire services? Little what dig else are we there. using that money for in regard to public safety services where our crime is so high it's unbelievable? Unbelievable. I do not disagree that we need extra city council space, extra city hall space. I don't disagree that we need law and justice center space. I don't disagree with that at all. But I disagree with the fact that this is the only option we're even given and presented by our city administration for the use of these funds. I wish we would have been able and the public would have been able to have learned what other options would have been available. And I wish the public would have had the opportunity to give input on this. Do I think that this is a good deal now that we've got this money? Sure, I do. But I don't like the process in which it's gotten and which we're here. So thank you. So no, I will not be supporting the motion. Point taken. A lot of people died uh, yeah. for this money to come to fruition that we're getting to use here. Um, if we had asked the public, though, there'd be it'd mostly be monster trucks. <laughs> First point to get a statistically valid response from the city residents oh. in general is, is impossible. A fucking Herculean yeah. task. Never happened. Um, doesn't happen during a fucking election. Yeah, doesn't happen during an election. Um, it sure as shit isn't going to happen during a fucking pandemic when we're all locked down trying just to survive. Yeah. Um, you're not going to have a public meeting about that. You're not going to have it online. A second, um, you're an elected official. You were elected to this post. People put the trust in you, voted you in there to make these decisions. They've delegated you to make these decisions. It's a good and point. And to come to this point and then, then just throw it back to the public. Now, I, I, I don't necessarily think you get to go back there. Yeah. I get that the public may want to weigh into this. Uh, more oftentimes than not, they could give two flying fucks. 
they could have had a really good idea that we missed, but I... Right. And there was there's RFPs that I got the, you know, back in the office I thought I was going to do back in 2019. I've got all the RFPs from, uh, I think, Russ Fag put one in. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few other ones in there, but this is a process that's been going on since 2019. This building is available. We have the money. Why is nobody using the boarded-up building on... Uh, <laughs> Southwest corner of Broadway in Montana. Oh, that's a very good question. I that, don't know why not. That's some cheap ass fucking mm-hmm. office space right there. It really is. I uh, just thought of that. But I apologize. If you're, I don't know, just back to the elected official at this point, you don't get to, I guess, stand on that soapbox and then just throw it back to the public saying, oh, it's out of my hands. Yeah. No, you're elected to this post to make the decision, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Put something forward. Um, be a part of the solution. That's why you're in this position. So don't j- just throw it back to the public. Yeah. Making them make all the decisions as well. If they're yeah. interested and they're that vested in it, they'll, they'll usually show up. Like, say, for weed. Yeah. If they're that vested in it, they'll try to s- circumvent democracy and just say, no, you didn't really mean to do that. You should, <laughs> you should look at this paper again. <laughs> But I think we'll close, uh, close off the Stillwater for there. Um, this oh, isn't, we're moving sake. in tomorrow. This is like, uh, I think September 13th or 15th is the number they threw out there that they wanted yeah. to close on it and be ready to move on it. That sounds right. Because this is this, the contingent buy-sell agreement with the seller for the purchase of the Stillwater building. There's still a few more steps to go. They have to do, uh, I think they've done a majority of their uh, inspections, electrical, mechanical, structural, all that sort of stuff. So... Here's my question. Yes. Did anybody suggest that want any, really any member of city council <clears throat> basically move in and kind of seduce Joe Holden and... Are we talking like an indecent proposal? What kind of seduce are we talking No, we're about? talking like go on some dates, build a rapport, okay. uh, build a history, really make it a solid relationship so sure. that then they could marry All right. and be named the sole benefactor wow. of Joe Holden's entire estate, You're onto including You're onto something here. <laughs> the holding company, <laughs> Holden Holdings. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm just... Okay, spitballing here. Yep, just Throw, spitballing. Throwing stuff at wall, see what sticks. Just call up a hitman. Oh, boy. Have or him woman, killed. Or woman. There you go. Hit well, person. Absolutely. Hit person. That'd be I even just, better. I just thought of a way to save us $17 million. We're on it. Six months tops. All right, FBI, earmuffs. This is something I'm willing to do for my city. Okay. I it's about will. goddamn time. Autoerotic asphyxiate <laughs> Joe Holden <laughs> for three months until I have him killed. <laughs> we've just ventured into the land of fiction, and this is not going to happen if he dies. This was not us. Fiction. We'll be writing down everything. We could do like a Black Mirror episode, only like Billings edition. <laughs> we do. Mm. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Maybe it's the Pink Whitney. It brings it out in me. Uh, I don't all right. even know where the cap for this fucker is anymore. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I don't know. We should probably just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, is coming down the pike. There will be uh, meetings here in the near future. Well, they'll, they'll discuss. Uh, city administrator has been giving updates on the process of the whole thing. Uh, WC Commercial's lawyer was at this meeting. 
giving very specific language to counsel. Mm-hmm. So Imagine if you want to go back and listen to that if you're into the lawyering end of this. Not an uncalculated word. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's almost like he paid him a whole bunch of money to not fuck anything up. Uh, let's talk about uh, water. We want to talk about water. There's an oh, additional it's, uh, it's a budget so amendment. $115,000 yeah. of over and above. So they usually budget on a three to five year basis and this was well above the realm of uh, their average. So they I'm, got that all authorization. I learned. Frank had a weird question. I, I believe you. I, remember, I forget it. Maybe that's for the best. Now, what's water? Is that the fourth element? Something about prorating something. I'm like, pro- prorating water? Just plan for a drought, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, seems kind of I learned that there is a level above extreme drought. Extreme drought? Yeah, so drought is, you know, like the NOAA, I guess, rates them. Uh, excuse me. To, you know, like normal or... National Oceanic Atmospheric Atmospheric Association. Association. Uh Got Um, it. Moderate, severe, extreme, Mm -hmm. exceptional is higher than extreme. Is exceptional? I guess. I I could debate that for forever. I don't know why. No, I don't feel like exceptional is over extreme either, but apparently they're just like, shit. How many X's are in extreme? (laughs) How many X's are in exceptional? Because four more makes it more than extreme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, they probably only planned for extreme, which as we anybody who's seen a Mountain Dew commercial knows that extreme is the most. Yeah. But, or if one subscribes to the vanilla ice protocol, <laughs> you know, to the extreme. To the. Right. To, to the. To the. Ex- How do you pronounce it? I'm not good with... <laughs> I'm not fluent. I'm conversational You're in English. Conversation, conversational in ice. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else was on this? We uh, on the twelfth. What else was on here? Uh, proclamations. Yellowstone County. Well, spoiler alert. They didn't. There was one person missing, and they decided not to move that forward to a vote. So, yay democracy. Yeah, um, that's fun. Uh, on the CPSM reports, so there were two CPSM reports done for the police and the fire, which are just recommendations done by an outside body to help streamline or make your program better, blah, blah, Very blah. concise and easy to understand. Understand, excuse me, sorry. Yeah. Pink Whitney again. Uh, they're really interesting to read. They're totally worth looking at. There, there, there's some uh, interesting uh, information in there. I think it's up on the city's website. Yeah, that's speed if you find it. Yeah, um, just just Google CPSM City of Billings. Oh, I will, and and you should find it. They approved uh, the adoption of these, but they changed the resolution terminology from adopt to receive. Well, I'll be goddamned. Adopt to receive. Okay. Yes, we voted that we have received these. This is in my hand. Okay. That <laughs> seems chicken shit, honestly. But it really does. Whatever. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So the next uh, kind of. Longer one, but I mean, if, if you really listen to this uh, podcast for procedure and uh, kind of the mind-numbing stuff that kind of is consequential, like annexations and uh, expanding boundaries of yeah. and, uh, you know, zoning changes. <laughs> oh, man, you're in for a treat here. <laughs> you are That's in just... for a treat. This is a, oh. a regular agenda items 5 through 11 or 4 through 
12, whatever they did. <laughs> they, so they fucked for up the, the order of this at the beginning of the meeting. Okay. They spent an inordinate amount of time explaining where the numbers now are on the regular agenda. That also got me so angry for no no particular reason. This <laughs> <laughs> is like why? Why you, why are we doing this? Do you have Pink Whitney at your house too? No, Scott. Well, I'm out of scotch. Actually, it's the first of the month, so I get a new bottle of scotch. Are you shitting me? Feeling. You're out of scotch. Yeah. Right now I am. It's but I, 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 I limit myself to a bottle, yeah, less than a bottle a month. Really? So I went through the Isla Barley 2011, and then I went through the 11-year Lagavulin, which really grew on me. Uh, the, the the Offerman one. Nick Offerman, yeah. That's still aged have, in the Guinness barrels. Still have half a bottle of that left. That It really grows on you. Yeah, it's nice. It is very nice. It's not as immediately likable as just good old Loggy 16, as I call it. Loggy 16. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's fucking really good. It really is. It's very drinkable. Um, I, I'm, st- I'm still going back to I wish they spent maybe a little bit more time in the, the, the Guinness yeah, barrels. It's, it's a little just to get a little more of the Guinness in it. But, but uh, if you like the good balance, it's very balanced. Very well done. I highly recommend it. Come over and have a little bit of, uh, I got some Macallan 14 for my wedding. <sighs> and it's nice. I've That's never nice. even seen Macallan 14 before. Nice. Well, I've, no, I haven't seen that. Around. I've seen 12. And 12 and 18. 18, Those, yeah. And then 20 14. and fucking right. whatever. And then get millionaires out, buy. Get out your home equity line of But yeah, you credit. should come do that. And I'm not speaking to the listener. I'm speaking just to Stocky, but unless you know where I live and then come on over and yeah. have some. Look for the goat. You know who you are. You know who. Look, look for the goat that Joel broke the leg off of. What? Yeah. Well, oh, he's that's that's a different story. Now. Yeah, there's it's been some shit going down. Jesus. At the GoBro Ranch. Anyway, sorry. Oh what are we going at next? Dude, I'm gonna have to get out the uh, lathe and GoBro <laughs> up a wooden peg for him. Oh, he'd look so good with a peg leg. <laughs> he that would be amazing. I want to leather craft like a big old. Harness for it, and then a beautiful like mahogany peg leg on there. Just hide vials of. Oh man! Oh, he's gonna get now. so much ass. <laughs> Godspeed, go, bro. Um, but Jason D. Atkins, a petitioner here on uh, King Avenue East. Yeah. Uh, the south end of King Avenue East uh, was uh, trying to get uh, enveloped into the city. Okay. Uh, develop his land. Uh. You know, that whole rigmarole. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe put some affordable housing on there where people can own their houses. And what? Hypothet- no, Hypothetically, this is all up in the air that right now. a flash in the pan. Um, but Wyeth Friday is going to do his best to attempt to describe, if you could, to 11 people on the city council the entire process of what this takes to go through. And then we will listen to... <laughs> City Council <coughs> taking off their earmuffs mm-hmm. and then asking questions. And then some some people from the public with uh, some some views on okay. how they feel about well uh, certain people. I can't wait. Certain people, yeah. This is going to be really good. I, I'm, it's, it's, it's long, but public good. Public hearing I didn't and listen resolution ahead. for annexation 21-03, oh. a parcel located... All right. I'm going to decline that. Abort. Jesus. And let's get started there. Okay. East and east of Jackson Street. Jason D. Adkins, petitioner. Staff recommends conditional approval, action, approval, or disapproval of staff recommendation. Wyeth. Hello. 
Yes, uh, good evening, Mayor and Council. Um, I'm going to start off this presentation because I'm going to provide you with an overview of the next uh, multiple items. They were items number four through 11. I won't try to translate them into the new numbering. Um, and you these both all include <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, effort to uh, expand the South Billings Boulevard Urban Renewal District. Uh, this process started uh, a year and a half ago with conversations uh, between property owners down in the district, uh, the South Billings Urban Renewal Association Board, uh, the staff uh, for that board, uh, Jim Tevlin, who's here this evening, and city staff. And um, we had a lot of conversation back and forth in terms of looking yeah, at adding additional properties to the district to really support development and redevelopment in the city, which is critical here because you, uh, if you're going to be included in an urban rural district, your property needs to be in the city. And we have uh, properties in this area that are still in the county. So to be able to have bring some more properties into the city and then have them develop in the city, uh, both from a standpoint of a overall city benefit and then certainly to uh, be able to be included in the district are both really key uh, to this whole process and to look at what kind of infrastructure improvements also can be taken advantage of by, by having properties develop at the city at city standards. So it's really this type of an approach is really all about those opportunities and being able to to have this all occur and, and bring it together. And so I'm going to give you an overview of the process and then um, oh, we'll have please um, do, Monica Plecker will be up to talk uh, uh, through the annexations uh, briefly. Don't open that. And then I'll talk about the zone change, which is zone change 993, which is coming up after that on the agenda. And then um, Jim Tevlin and I will discuss with you the uh, the final um, step tonight, which is the actual expansion <laughs> effort and, and action for the district, um, which is the, the final item for this whole process. So just to review on the process. Really, after the, a lot of the discussions that occurred last year between property owners and the district folks and city staff, back in December 2020, uh, we came to the council at one of your work sessions and presented the proposal for including additional properties in the district and got direction at that time to uh, go forward and, and put everything together and come back to the council in 2021 uh, to, to do this district expansion. Um, as part of this process, Montana's urban rural law also requires that a district, whether you're creating a brand new district or whether you're expanding an existing district, that it um, is found to be, has to be in conformance with your current growth policy. So as part of this process also that was going on in the last uh, several months, our planning board notes. had to review this proposed expansion and determine whether it was in conformance with the growth policy. And that's why you see materials tonight was part of the agenda and the packet that have the, the planning board's uh, letter to the council saying that they did find that this is in conformance. That happened, uh, the board acted on that back in April. Um, we have two properties of the uh, of all the, the five properties that you're looking at tonight for this expansion that are already within the city limits. And then we have three that have to be annexed and also be zoned to city zoning uh, to be brought into the city and into the district. Uh, overall, we have about 80 acres that are being contemplated here with all the properties if you add them together. So after we received the direction in December uh, to get us from there to now, basically, 
uh, staff was involved with property owner coordination, the annexation petitions that you will be talking about here shortly, the zone change that we'll be discussing, uh, drafting this, the district ordinance to be able to do the expansion of the growth policy conformance that I already talked about, public notice and direct notice to the affected property owners as required by the state statutes for expansion of a district. And then the council in May, on May 10th, acted on a resolution of intent to expand the district, which was the first formal step by okay. the council uh, <laughs> as an action that then brought us to to this uh, point with the ordinance uh, tonight <laughs> that you'll be considering. <laughs> so those are all like, kind of just a okay, more background now? on those steps. In terms of the process, as <laughs> I said, we've got um, the items across the agenda God, to complete this uh, through the steps tonight. There's three annexations that would um, need to be approved. There's development agreements with two of those annexations, and Monica will talk about that in a minute. We have our normal ward ordinance, first readings that have to occur to include properties that are annexed into the proper wards in the city. So that's all happening, and that's annexation 2103, 2104, and 2105. Then we'll move into the zone change 993. There's three properties. Jesus, uh, that wife, then, you are amazing. Having gone through the annexation process can be considered for city zoning. Those have been through, and you're, you've received a recommendation from the zoning commission uh, for those that's those zone changes for those properties. And then last is approving that first reading of the ordinance uh, to expand uh, the district. Okay. So wait, what was that? So. We've gone through all that, and <laughs> that's amazing, man. Yeah, there there was a lot going on there. I mean, this is what going on two years or a year and a half now that he's been getting in contact with the city council saying this is coming down the line. We were doing this, blah blah blah. Oh, there, there was the intent for you to to expand the district, which I, I think that's probably what complicated the whole thing—the expansion of the Sabura. Yeah, into this as well, mm-hmm. which complicated things a little bit. But uh, some city. Uh, city people um, who own property around here were concerned with what could potentially happen here, which they're welcome to their opinion. Um, but if you've ever been down Jackson Street, <laughs> there's the 3G side, uh-huh. which will be described in a not-so-polite way. In a colorful manner. In a colorful manner uh, here shortly. Uh-huh. And then there's the south end, which is still mostly county, um, you know, spread out on larger lots. You know, still some of it's kind of workable farmland, but mostly not. It's mostly um, the single houses on oversized lots. Yeah. And and they're concerned about what potentially this could mean for their lives, I guess. So they're going to let you know about it. I just wanted you to, I didn't want to, excuse Hi, me. I'm Clark Schmidt. Oh, I own property sake. not too far from the Atkinson property, right. which is very, very close. Uh, well, I understand you, Mr. You Mayor. Said. What you are going to talk about here is the annexing of that particular land. Uh-huh. And I'm against annexing that particular land right. at the present time. I'm also against the zoning. And the way I understand it, we're going to talk about zoning later, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Someone talk about why you don't want to annex that property, okay? All right. We're all familiar with Jackson Street. Exciting, yeah. Jackson Street, I have, say, has two parts. It has the north part, mm-hmm. which some of us down there call Skid Row. Okay. And we have the south part where most of that is in rural Yellowstone County, and we're zoned differently. We all have our small places, our open spaces, right? It hasn't been and annexed yet. this particular yet. annex, what you guys want to do 
is you want to try to make Jackson Street South the Look new fresh. Jackson Street North. Yeah. Because if you do allow that to be annexed uh -huh. and they do put multiple dwellings in there, it will become just like Jackson Street Bridge. North. And we do not need another Jackson Street North. You're goddamn right. King Avenue East. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Hello, my name is Jason Atkins. I first wanted to say that my family has been down, had a uh, business presence and a residential presence in the south side so for almost 50 years now. What's he got? He I've lived on so Washington well. Street. I've seen the area change. I have an affinity for everybody here, including Roberta, who, who we, uh, my, my father purchased the, the property from. And what we're trying to do here, I think there's a little bit of a misunderstanding. We're not trying to put rental houses on here. We are not trying to put... Don't do it. I don't know, low income or, or, or let me put it this way, just slum housing is, it seems to be referred. We're trying okay. to put some quality, affordable homes, not unlike what's kind of going on with Josephine's, Josephine Landing, or excuse me, Crossing, and try to change the narrative a little bit of the area. We're talking about a property right now where drug deals go down, where people abandon cars, where they throw their trash in a very dangerous ditch, which would be covered completely, by the way. It would need to be moved and culverted to do this. We're trying to change the narrative of the whole area. We think with a little influx of capital, this is a property right now that just so you know brings in about $500 revenue a year to the county. We're talking about a $4 million investment. We're talking about bringing new families into the area that are taxpayers that would hopefully change the narrative and to clean up some of the help. Because when you get new families in an area, oftentimes, they want to, you know, they want to clean up an area where they come into. So we've got a newer, newer type of a situation with people and changing the whole, you know, the whole narrative of the uh, the property. So I would encourage you to think about this because if you, we have some drawings, and we have really spent some time trying to make this a better piece of property. There's really not been any development in that area in almost a decade, and this is something that I think would be new and exciting and change the narrative for the whole area. All Thank right. you. The property that I have I is my husband's name. homestead. We bought it from his father and mother, and we've been there 50 years. And that is a very nice area, and we don't need all that crime that has been developing. <laughs> um, the police department and all them, the gas and gold that attended got shot there <laughs> and there's been murders in them uh buildings oh, those yeah. apartments them buildings. actually uh -huh. my son um, or our son um oh. <laughs> when was he was in else? high school built those apartments with willoughby's construction wow. and that was years ago when yeah. our son tim Four. was in high school Four years. and i just feel we do not need to be annexed into the city so um <laughs> that i uh, that's how i feel i i that's my nice. husband isn't here right now so and he would have a lot more to stay about it than I. Oh, she needs a hug. So uh, that's all I have to say. I feel bad. It's not a compelling and argument. I've seen a lot. So <laughs> that's not that last best. one was hard to listen to because you know I just have a soft spot for old ladies who oh, get up and yeah, speak their mind, yeah. even if it's awful. Yeah, uh, she has. But they start crying and they get that little old lady voice, and you're like, 
Oh. Oh, I will. What? I'll make you dinner. Oh, I'll, I'll rake your lawn. I guess. Yeah. I don't I, know. Your sprinkler's blown out. She just. It is my my husband's, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the that's her argument. Right. So it's just another, uh, uh, in, not not in the long line. I don't even know if it's a fucking line at all. But it's uh, people who live on oversized lots, uh, concerned about their property rights being trampled on, making sure that they trample on other people's property rights to make sure that their property rights are, property rights are preserved. Absolutely right. And I've been paying very low taxes to live in the middle of fucking town for a long time, and I'd right. rather not change that right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's... You know, from a fiscal standpoint, I guess it, it makes sense. But uh, from a progress standpoint, it doesn't seem like a viable option for too much longer for you. It's almost like infill development is probably a pretty good idea in a town that's basically being killed by sprawl. Right. And we'll make no qualms about it. Uh, certain parts of Jackson are rough. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there are certain spots down there that see an inordinate amount of calls, I'm sure. And of people going through life in general. Yeah, absolutely. And wouldn't um, it be nice if the city had a few more dollars through property taxes to maybe add to the coffers to sure, address to these, these people mental, mental health, health they and need addictions and, uh, issues that they're experiencing um, in these properties? Because we all go through these times and we all need a hand up to <sighs> get through these things rather Jesus. than say... Um, you did something wrong, go to jail for 10 years, and mm. then live with that as a shadow for the rest of your life because we really don't care if you ever get rehabilitated just as long as you're not anywhere near my, I don't know, stand of weeds on my property line. I mean, as far as I've been staring at Google Maps this whole time up and down Jackson Street, and mostly it's just a place to, you know, put your hobby cars. Which, right. I mean, I'm not anybody to be pointing fingers on that, but, like... That lady said that that was her husband's family homestead. Like, well, they bought husband's... it from her husband's father. Yeah. Okay. So who her homestead it on there? Who kicked the people probably yeah. who lived there? The off previous the land. tenants off. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, uh, uh, he was not the first human to touch that fucking dirt, lady. He probably really wasn't. Any, any, I'm sure he wasn't subsidized to uh, no. to homestead on that. I mean, the Homestead Act wasn't a, a subsidy for. Wait. Literally, white men. Okay. Wait, what are, okay. What, what are we talking about? We've regressed. Now? Thanks for uh, listening to the Friday Packet with Stocky <laughs> and Stout. Uh. So that's happening. So I love to throw those in there just because it, it gets to the process of the whole thing and yeah. how you're depending on 11 people on the city council to pay attention to this while professional people try to explain state statutes. And this is how you go through rezoning. Oh. This is how you expand a district. This is how you do blah, blah, blah. You got Monica Plecker. You got Wyatt Friday explaining this to people. That man is insanely knowledgeable. He is. Uh, I've heard through sources that he's a, he's a lover of meetings. Well, of course. I mean, he's, who wouldn't be? I, he's a... This guy, for one, because I can't sit still and start sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm not even talking or doing anything. I'm just sitting there thinking of all the things I should be doing and then I'm not. Yeah. I had a great three-hour meeting today. Oh, my God. It was awful. But I learned a few things. I'll probably take them away with me. But, yeah, I was playing with the empty chair in front of me, and I was fucking drumming on it and shit, and I was folding. It's a folding chair. Fuck yeah. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, Wyeth is the pinnacle of what a bureaucrat could possibly be because he's incredibly knowledgeable. He is. I I don't have... 
any idea what way the man would vote. He's never betrayed any kind of bias, to me, anyway. Um, he will show up at your meeting, and he will be engaging, and he will tell you a lot of shit that you had absolutely no idea about, and then he'll roll into city council and spit out more knowledge than any of these people have ever been able to absorb Yeah, in, that, like, three minutes. That's sort of the... I haven't really asked this question. I don't know if they get, like, compensated for being at a six-hour, you know, council meeting. Like OT for city staff? Is that OT for city I, staff? I don't, I don't know, know if there Somebody are, on city staff, please email us back at, at thefridaypacket at gmail.com if this is the case. But <clears> you're <throat> you also asking city staff. You who you are. <laughs> you're also asking city staff to sit through not only a workday, but also go down to city hall. Which is probably part of their job in, in general. It details well, in their contract. Like, sure. you need to explain this. If you're going to do this, you have to do X amount of... That's what I'm assuming, but please yeah. enlighten us. But it's it just seems a lot to ask from a professional person to come down and explain it at a, you know, 10, 9.30 at night. Yes, they've not... To a, a relatively captive audience. They've not taken any time off prior to this. Right. If anything, they've put in extra hours to be prepared for this kind of bullshit that they're yeah, putting so through. So Wyatt Friday is the director of the Planning and Community Services Department. Um, he and uh, Monica Plecker were there giving uh, uh, cornucopias of knowledge uh, spilt all over the council during that entire meeting, which was, which was wonderful. Not only see Wyatt, but Monica also interject... Uh, surgically basically on <laughs> on some of the questions yeah i can i can definitely see a change in the the way they approach counsel and how they approach counsel there it just seems like a um, it was like a tandem attack of it wasn't just one person going up there like um well i was just supposed to do this but but it was multiple people coming in which is a welcome change because i think ultimately that's what's going to make a lot of these meetings go faster if there is <laughs> More than one person there that can just immediately, before you're even done breathing the question, just jump in and start throwing the information at you just to get the fucking ball rolling. Yeah. Can you imagine what it would be like if someone like, say, Ms. Jessica Iverson said to Frankie Walt, uh, dude, we just talked about this all afternoon you know all these answers why don't you just say them <laughs> but they always answer the same question that's a that's a great council uh or that's a great question uh, uh yeah mayor, uh, council, mayor thank council. you uh, um, councilman ewald thank you for the question yeah. this is a good question and, and i've seen a lot of uh been heard uh, about cldi for several years and yeah, i applaud your faith-based endeavors I think I wish we had more faith-based mm. endeavors so I applaud you for that the question that I wanted to ask um, because of your status your nonprofit status and you do take rent rental money and everything so do you pay uh, taxes on any of your properties anyway uh, moving back on to uh, staff and their, their wonderful job I mean if you were, you were curious, hey, Stocky and Stout, did, did, uh, did any of these pass um, with all these, uh, these oppositions? So the public hearing, the annexation 2103, was approved. Uh, eight to three, Yahweh, uh, Nice, and Nice Jr. Uh, all opposed <laughs> that. Which one's Nice Jr.? I don't know. I just keep interjecting. You all, <laughs> I, I feel like 
I mean, which if, one? If there was a master and an it depends apprentice. on who's asking the more more of the questions. So on on this particular meeting, I niece was asking more questions, so I felt like he was the senior. I, so if there's a master and an apprentice, Roy yeah. niece is the master. Okay, and Frank, you it's not. I'll try not based. to remember I'm not that. Ageist. Don't accuse me of being ageist. <laughs> Frankie Walt's abilities are clearly lower than Roy Nees's. Uh So the development agreement with Jason D. Adkins uh, for track B2, certificate of survey number 2367M. That was approved as well, 9 to 2, Yahweh and Ewald opposed. Um, I don't know where Nice went, but he sort of disappeared. He fell off that train. Um, <laughs> n- uh, number six, public hearing and first uh, reading of ordinance expanding the boundaries of Ward 1 to include the recently annexed property of Annexation 2103. That was approved, 10 to 1. Yahweh wow. opposed for whatever fucking reason. Sure, fuck it, why not? Just keep digging, man. Uh, public hearing and resolution 2110978 for annexation of 21-04, a parcel located at 3508 South Frontage Torgerson Real Estate Holdings LLC petitioner. That was approved. Development agreement with Torgerson Real Estate Holdings LLC. That was approved. Public hearing and first reading ordinance expanding the boundaries of Ward 3 to include... That was approved. All these were approved. But then it you get didn't... to 11. Oh, yeah. Public hearing and first reading ordinance for zone change 993, a zone change from A, Agricultural CX, heavy commercial generally located at 3508 South Frontage Road, a zone change from RR1, Residential 1, to NX1, Mixed Residential 1 and N2, Mid-Century Neighborhood, generally located at Jackson Street, a zone change from A, Agriculture P2, Public 2, generally located at 6014 South Billings Boulevard, Zoning Commission recommends approval and adoption of the 10 criteria action approval disapproval of the zoning commission's recommendation all right targetsons and city-owned property approved atkins property approved eight to three yahweh niece and ewald the post so okay that's how that went through and that was shocking shocking so also involved in this whole thing was a small little, not a small little track, but a tract of land right next to the BOC that was going to get swallowed into the Sabura as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And people were butthurt about that for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> so they recessed here at uh, 1020 p.m. Like is, you do. Like you do at a meeting. They came back to, to reconvene at 1030 so they came back to expand the boundaries of the South Burns Urban Renewal, or the S-Bird, mm-hmm. uh, and adopt a modified Urban Renewal Plan. They recommended approval. That was approved 9-2. to two. Guess who opposed that? Yeah, shocking. Yeah, Nice and Ewalt. And uh, the Monty downtown. They kind of scaled back their uh, TIF requests to not, you know, make a structure downtown, but just to basically get rid of awnings and... Do a little lipstick on a pig on the Some front of the building and facade work, as we call facade it. Facade work, yeah. So the people from the Monty who manage and own the building stayed around until about I don't know eleven at night, <laughs> so they could talk about their TIF grant. That's not a big ask of the public, is, is it? it? On a Monday is night, it? eleven. Is it? Well, the, and they have to tune in at five thirty because. They well, have to. They have to tune in for the obviously the the, the Christian prayer at the beginning of every meeting, well, so they can clearly, ask for yes. forgiveness for yep. their their uh, obviously sinful life, and then me. move on to uh, making 
you know, decisions about life. So the last one we'll hit, we won't hit uh, this previous meeting, even though I watched it, and uh, yeah, uh, we, won't, we won't go into that one. Kind of a shit show? Not really. It was a work session. So Are we was, talking, oh, two, two nights ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The, real, the was, one nine, nine nights ago was a shit show. Yeah. So I wanted to soundbite at the end of this meeting, the Billings Community Foundation at uh, 404 North 30th Street, or a, a restaurant formerly known as Commons, wasn't it? Yeah, and then George Henry's <laughs> that was prior George to Commons, Henry's. 1882. I loved it when it was Commons. Yeah, it was a great restaurant, good bar. Wonderful good, bar. Good Out food. the back there, good food. Yeah, I mean, um, sad to see it go when it, when it did go away. Yeah, well. Things happen I when remember they, the, people uh, go to the West End and never come back again. The owner saying that it's the goddamn millennials. Fucking millennials, dude. Every time. It, it may have been a bad did, night for What did we do? Are you Generation X? I, I'm, I'm in the, the like, border. I'm in the two-year, like, no designation zone. I'm the I'm a shadow. <laughs> ah, 79, man. Look it up. Yeah, so aside from that, we're, we're at the end where that was disapproved. Spoiler alert. There are 181,774... Um, TIF grant was disapproved because they decided to draw an invisible line on who should get tax increment finance dollars, which could probably end up pretty bad for them. Not even an invisible line. They just drew a circle around fucking this property. Yeah, for whatever reason. The toilets flush into the ground. Yeah. Let's be clear about this. Well, the grant needs the nutrients. That's true. It's It's nitrogen starved. Poop. It's what plants crave. Yeah. It's what groundwater craves. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, okay, yeah, they're not throwing any money back into the uh, into the into the pot through property taxes because they're a nonprofit. Sure, but whatever the fuck goes into that building next mm-hmm. is going to. And if that building is worth a shitload of money and they sell it, then they're going to get a lot more property taxes after it. And I'm not honestly, you're not biased, are you? <sighs> Please don't be biased. Okay. At least don't be Joan biased. <laughs> I'm Joe biased. <laughs> uh, Where were we? Uh, I just, we were uh, talking about uh, the uh, George Henry's there on the corner. I have an update. This is great. Live updates. Live updates. Earlier in the show, we were discussing, hey, Stocky. Yeah. If you worked for the city. Okay. And you went into work at 730, probably in the morning on like a Monday. Because like, oh, shit, fucking. Well, it's going to be hot, and I don't want to be outside when it's fucking the heat of the day. Absolutely. And Roy Nice emailed you 29 questions Sunday <sighs> night. Yeah, because like, right, your job as a city employee is to answer city councils. Is to change diapers questions. on city council members. Sure, which, which makes sense to a certain 100%. extent. 100%. So you got there at 7.30. You're like, all right, I'm going to address this shit before I get to the shit that I actually have to do for work. To move stuff forward at the city level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I guess I have to be at city council to present on this since it's totally in my department and I'm the head and I just need to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to bank some hours? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> our, oh, I know who that is. Our <laughs> confidential From informant. From that one loan statement, I know who that is. In, in city government. Mm-hmm. We'll call him... God? Captain... It's me, Stocky. Are you listening? Captain St. God. Captain St. God. Uh, name for him. What would he be? Says anyone... T-I-85. <laughs> T-I-85. Uh, Johnny Five? We'll 
Call them short? Yeah, too racist. Okay. TI-85. That's short circuit. Short, short. <laughs> anyway, Johnny Five is alive. Uh, anyone that's superintendent level or higher are exempt, meaning not eligible for overtime, so no extra pay for long council meetings. But, but it's not sad. volunteering since it's part of the job description. So basically, when you oh, take you're, this you're job, salaried. you take this incredibly high-paying, probably $40,000 a year job. Oh, at least. You're going to be like, hey, sometimes, and by sometimes, sometimes I mean every I Monday. Sometimes I can own my own trailer. You're going to have to stand. You're going to have to sit on a rock-hard bench. Oh, we're back to that shit, too. We gotta get back to fucking cushions. Are we gonna go back to that? Fuck. For seven hours after your fucking shift ends on a Monday night mm-hmm. to answer two questions that you answered previously that day. Ah, to be a government employee. Oh, what a dream come true, right? What a fucking dream indeed. But at least your medical coverage is sketchy at best. Mm-hmm.